the prophets are gathering, their words converging, sharpening, ready to be heard again. Ancient promises coming to life, hopes rekindling, justice resurrecting. The prophets are gathering, their words stirring in a light that shifts from pain to joy. And the hope of the past is slipping into skin, readying to be born in our present. Sing aloud, O daughter Zion. Shout, O Israel. Rejoice and exult with all your heart, O daughter Jerusalem. The Lord has taken away the judgments against you. He has turned away your enemies. The King of Israel, the Lord, is in your midst. You shall fear disaster no more. On that day it shall be said to Jerusalem, Do not fear, O Zion. Do not let your hands grow weak. The Lord, your God, is in your midst, a warrior who gives victory. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will renew you in his love. He will exult over you with loud singing as on a day of festival. I will remove disaster from you so that you will not bear reproach for it. I will deal with all your oppressors at that time. And I will save the lame and gather the outcast. And I will change their shame into praise and renown in all the earth. At that time, I will bring you home at the time when I gather you, for I will make you renowned and praised among all the peoples of the earth when I restore your fortunes before your eyes, says the Lord. Loving God, yes, loving God. Despite the pain and hurt of our living and the concerns of the world, we call you loving, just, hope-filled, peace-shaped. May we speak of you in words that sing with hope and are filled with truth and spill with vision. May we speak of you in ways full of justice, behaviours that seek forgiveness and in acts full of compassion. May we speak of you through our community and in our parish, beside each other, as we learn to forgive again and be forgiven, learn to hope again and live in hope with each other, learn to speak again a word that is being born among us again. Loving God, in the echo of the prophets and their vision, may we listen and may we hear 
the steady beat of justice, the pattern of love in a world that does not always recognise it or want it. May we celebrate in the hope incarnation changes things, that the pain turns to joy, the darkness to light, and ancient words become our newest moment in which we meet. Hear us in the global prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. Hello, I'm Rory Hamilton, the Minister of New Kilpatrick Parish, and thank you for letting us gather with you today on this third Sunday in Advent. The third candle is lit, and the time is rapidly shortening. We began with the words of the old prophets today. It is what shapes this season, the ancient promises written and hoped in many centuries ago, longing for the same hope we long for, renewal and rebirth. The prophet we read from, Zephaniah, is not one of your best known ones. His writing is only three chapters long. He lived 50 years after Isaiah, which was about 600 years before Jesus. The time was rife with rulers that generated unjust social and political policies. And the time was ripe for a prophet to call the people back. Most of Zephaniah's words are terrible. He doesn't hold back. There will be disaster. Enemies will overtake. There will be ruin. Not a cheery couple of first chapters. But then comes chapter three. Words of celebration, joy, expectation, hope, renewal. These are the words we live with today. So positive and hopeful. But you can't ignore the past words. You can't turn your back on what came before. So how do we live with the past in the future? Why is the repair shop, the BBC programme about fixing old heirlooms, such a popular programme? Wouldn't it be great if all our garages or workshops looked like that barn? It would be a pleasure to fix things. Even I would feel I could make a good attempt at repairing something, even as I have no clue whatsoever. It is a true skill that these bashed and worn heirlooms end up looking literally as good as new. And I've often wondered about that. We have this urge to have things back as they were, Repair an object so that it looks like nothing has happened to it, that it hasn't lived through some traumatic experience or been overused or so well loved it is worn out, as if the event that broke it or damaged it never happened. There's a bit of that in Zephaniah this week. We've read the good part, the happy part. Everything is fixed between God and God's people. Judgment has gone. 
Enemies have been turned back. Disaster will be no more. And those who are lame and outcast will be gathered in again, sorted, all back as it was. But what about the first two chapters of Zephaniah? It's a small book, read in less than 30 minutes. But the difference between the beginning and the end is continental. All that damage, pain, hurt, bruising, disaster, you just can't forget that. You can't just repair it and think all things are back to normal, that normal service is resumed, everything is as good as new. The experiences ought to shape us, should they not? We ought to learn from the hurt and the bruising. It's obvious, is it not? What lessons are we going to learn from pandemics, for example? We haven't learned much, given our utter reluctance to share vaccines and the debacle in government at the moment. And what has exposed about our, what has been exposed about our communities and our society and how we respond to our neighbours? Have we learned anything about these things? If we were to put our whole society into the repair shop with a chance we could pick it up again all repaired, just as it was, as if there has been no damage, no cracks, everything back in its place, would we do that? What would we learn about ourselves? Kintsugi is a repair process in Japanese ceramic practice. Broken items are repaired with lacquer. And then the lacquer is brushed with gold powder. Far from blending in so as to be invisible, Kintsugi incorporates the brokenness into the design of the vessel. The process accepts the brokenness as part of the history of the object. And the repair does not leave it the same. It honestly exposes the cracks, but sees in them a beauty found in bringing things together again but not exactly as they were. The story of the breakage is there. The hurt or the pain is there. The crisis is there. But we are better and stronger because of it and how it has reshaped us. Zephaniah, after all the crises of the first two chapters, and go read them, but just not over breakfast probably, invites the land to sing and rejoice again. God is among you. Everything is back together, but not exactly as it was before. In this third Sunday of Advent, the story for us is the same. We look forward in expectation of God being amongst us again, Emmanuel. The prophets speak of it like this. The broken place is healed, the rough place is plain, repaired, brought back again. But what will that look like? Some want a world without any cracks, any evidence of how things affect us. But to me, the incarnation is full of cracks, full of the experiences of humanity, of a refugee birth, of a vagrant ministry, of a threatened life, of a tortured death. It reminds us not to ignore the damage the worst of us makes possible, or what pandemics do, or any crisis. Faith is trying to understand what it is the Creator is saying as the pieces of our lives come back together again because of Jesus among us. We are never going to be the same, but there is a truth and a beauty in the cracks. 
And as Leonard Cohen says, that's how the light gets in. Advent leads with the expectation of damaged pieces coming back together again, but in a different shape. We will be whole again, as the prophet promises, just in a new way. Thank you for your company today and you can keep company with us on the website at nkchurch.org.uk. We think locally and globally at this time of year, focusing on supporting young mums and children and Christian Aid have that focus. And as always, we invite you to support Christian Aid at this time. And in the bulletin, you can find ways to do so. And also we can do this locally we are supporting various food banks who are in turn supporting young mums and children. And we're having a, we're creating a reverse advent calendar and invite people to bring things to us rather than us take things. And so the, all the information is there in the bulletin and I invite you to read through that uh, and support in whatever way you can. Monday, as always, is quiz night at seven o'clock on Zoom. Thursday is Sofa Surfer's Christmas party. That's at seven o'clock on Zoom as well. On Sunday next week, in the sanctuary, we have our nativity play and um, hopefully we'll be able to offer a recording of that in the podcast here next Sunday. We have a carol service in the sanctuary at 4.30 on Sunday the 19th, led by the choir with readings and carols and singing and stories. And then Christmas Eve, we hope to have our light festival that will be outside um, at the moment. Um, on the 24th at 6.30 and then our watch night service inside at 11.30 and there will be a video suitable or a podcast for that uh, one video podcast for Christmas Eve, Christmas Day and into Boxing Day Thank you for joining us Have a good week and let's bring together all our concerns for our world and our families together in our prayers for others Let us pray and shape time to wonder, to hope, to long for a world reshaped, put back together in a new way. Loving God, in all the brokenness and scars, all the cracks and chips of our world, may we find the wholeness of your love. May we bring together the lost and the least into community that is rich in blessing, in life, in love, in justice. May we bring together the ill and the fearful, the frightened and the anxious, into a community of peace, of encouragement and support. May we bring together the poorest, the refugee and the trafficked, into a community that lives for each other, that seeks compassion and a place to belong. May we bring together all the broken strands that lead to selfishness and greed, that seek power and wealth, that hold on to fear and authoritarianism and bring them into a more trusting world where we learn from such brokenness, see the scars and recognise who we were and the beauty of who we might be. So disrupt us, O God. Challenge, reconfigure, 
rearrange, renew all we are, how we live, how we share, how we think of ourselves, that we might find new life through incarnation. So be it. Amen. Go in peace, and the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the common life of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen.